Alright, Buster Loose there, Bert Detroit. Alright, I've I've started recording, so we got that. No. <laughs> Y'all see how this works. This is Jeff and John. I'm Jeff, he's John. We're from the other side of the pulpit and we're here to discuss God's word and current events and whatnot. We we uh we like to get together and talk about things and over the years people said y'all should record this and so we do and so this is a discussion with us y'all just listen in on it um we enjoyed discussing god's word so um even if we'd stop doing this we would still get together and discuss the bible so we just thought we'd let y'all in on it because this is kind of conversations that we yes. have and as you can tell from the way we started this thing off busted loose there murder troy yes we uh we have nothing scripted that's correct this is correct. So we're going to open with prayer and then we're going to get started. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. Father, Lord, as we sit here together and study your word, Lord, we just want to open our hearts up to learn more about you. Father, we ask you to be with uh, anyone that would listen to this, that they would just have a desire to get deeper in your word. Lord, we ask on your son's holy name. Amen. All right, John. Last week we, we had some topic discussions of, of stuff that, that we talked about. <laughs> Did, did did we ever come to any kind of conclusions? Well, you know, um, you know, we never cut. We very seldom come to a complete conclusion. But but it I remember kinda, one. It was epic. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of we like have we have had a few, that, but it took us several weeks to do this, and to, it actually surprised both of us that we came to a conclusion. conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we were, you know, last week. Um, in the message that I brought to the church was, you know, was, you know, about worshiping God and, and it not being an emotional thing, emotion versus it's not emotion versus, um, worship, but that worship can bring about emotions. See, people have decided that worship, um, a lot of people have decided that that worship the de- definition is emotions. That if you get emotional about something, you're worshiping something. Well, also, and I, I come up with this this morning. Okay. I mean, you know, you, you could say humanly from a human aspect. It's funny you should say that. Yes. Would you like some? Yes, if you got some. Oh, uh, pour me a little about that much, okay. like a normal regular cup. About up to the paws. Yes. Oh. Uh, but I was I was rolling this over and, and kind of thinking about it, and meditating on it this morning, and it was on that very subject. Yeah, that's good. Worship and praise, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, not what just worship the, and praise, but emotions with the. Well, here's here's the thing. For you to truly praise God. First off, you've got to worship Him. Mm -hmm. You've got to acknowledge. You've got to submit to. You've got to surrender to the fact that He is your Lord. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. is your... You're right. Well, it's like you said, I think last week, was you have to believe. And if you don't believe, then you don't receive. And and so to worship, you have to believe. You have to go back to that process that you were talking about last week. Right. The, the, The fact that you... Praise God mm-hmm. comes out of the fact that you worship God. Yes, it is a result of the worship when you get to that point in your 
in your worship and your realization that God is who He says He is, and you accept that position, then you yield into and you submit to that position, surrender yourself yourself to Him because He owns it anyway. Why? Because He's sovereign. He's the Creator. Then that 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 worship that worship opens up that door for us to praise Him because of His goodness and His magnificence. Until we come to that point to where we recognize God as God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can't worship Him. All right. Is there a difference between praise and worship? I think one comes out of the other. All right. So can you praise without worship? Absolutely. Can you worship without praise? Genuinely? I'm, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> how can you praise without worship, and how can you? I, I, I think you can worship something and praise something, but you, the, you, but there's a point there where it's not necessarily genuine. Mm-hmm. When when you have genuine worship, which means submitting yourself to the, to the lordship of Christ, mm-hmm. which means recognizing that you in and of yourself have no good thing living within you, which what Paul brings out so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you recognize that fact and the only goodness and the only righteousness that you have comes from Him, the only redemption you have comes from Him, that worship, when you when you come to that point, that worship is what brings that genuine praise out. Okay. I could praise you all I want to. Okay. I could hold you in extreme high esteem. But, but until I recognize not that I'm praising or worshiping Jeff the person mm-hmm. as a human being mm-hmm. and not recognizing praise and worship. And I'm, I'm, y'all don't get me wrong. I don't praise and worship Jeff, okay? Absolutely. I'm just using this as an example. This is an analogy. But, but once, I, once I get to that point that I find such awe in that internal person that Jeff is, mm-hmm. his personality... His his mental capacity, uh, the 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 character of that person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I can't genuinely praise that person. Yeah, because I get to that point to where I'm in awe of that person, then I can worship him. When I worship him, then I can praise him. All right, but I can also do it. Uh, what's the word? Uh, esoterically, I can also do it insincerely, and still praise and worship you, but not be completely submitted to that. All right, so. Because I, I'm sure people have questions right here, that, and that's why I'm just throwing them at you and letting you answer all these questions today. Fine. And uh, <laughs> so, if you praise and worship a person, just like we're, you were using me as an analogy, so let's continue yeah. to do this. So, is it wrong to praise and worship me? For you, if you were doing that, would it, would it be wrong? See, there again, you come into a context. Oh, if if you were God, no, it wouldn't be wrong. But you're not God. Correct. So for me as a human being to praise and worship you as another human being, yes, it would be wrong. Because I would be establishing you as God. Correct. Or a God, which would be putting another God before. Right. Right. That that's why one of the reasons I use you as an example or as an analogy that we've got to come to the point that as God as a person. In the form of Christ, the deity that came to flesh, 
as God as Lord and as God as life-giving Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the deity, the whole Godhead there that we submit ourselves to and worship. But we cannot submit ourselves to the Spirit. We cannot submit ourselves to the Lordship, to the Godship, to the superiority, to the, the sovereignty. Yeah. Until we come to Him through that Jesus the person. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, and this is what I'm, I'm kind of getting at, is because you've got a lot of people that have, and you said it earlier, insincerely or, or whatever, started worshiping. But there's people that worship things that, and like, if, if, you, if, if I said, man, John, you've been driving a truck for you know, the last 25 years and do a great job and, and all this, that by definition, if I just talk confident, and man, you've been teaching Sunday school class, you do a good job teaching Sunday school class, uh, um, you know, you, your hair's not as gray as mine. That's, <laughs> by definition, by definition, that's praising you because I'm throwing compliments out at you. And isn't that the definition of, isn't that what kind of praising is? is it, or is that what some people consider praising? Does that make sense? And yeah. the reason why I say yeah. that is because, because I, I, I compliment you does not mean that I worship you. Right, right. In other words, you know, I say all these nice things about you. You know, you're a good guy. You do this, you do that. You know, you're, but that's not worshiping you. That's complimenting you. But when you do it to other people, you're, you're praising somebody. That's right, that's right, that's and, right. And, and, and so the, the other thing is to worship, to worship you would change to where I, cha- where I personally made you a deity. Yes, and and you come and you humble yourself yeah. down before me and yes. submit yourself, your inner self, to me. Yes. Now, and here's something else that you got, like, as a pastor, I've growing up, I've met a lot of, I, I saw a lot of preachers. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and these guys were, they they preaching at these big churches, and. And they're and they're not they're they're just nice guys. Don't get I'm not saying but but like people like me that were just not not a church member, not a um, you know. But I knew who they were because I'd heard them preach or I'd heard them speak or whatever. And then to share a pulpit with them for a funeral or for or or for a revival or something like that. I told one guy, I said, I, I kind of stand here, um, you know, with one of the greats. You know, these these are the men that have been that have been pastoring long as I, longer than I've been alive. Well, and, and, and that right there comes out of a respect that you. That's have what I was going to say for the experiences that they've already been through, and they're still in the position. Yes, it's their character you're looking at. Right, and I am not. I don't worship these guys. But I do, and I guess it, it's a respect, but it's one of these things where I don't, if a, if a professional ball player comes up or a professional, um, any kind of professional athlete comes walking up or um, a movie star or actress or whatever, um, I don't, 
I'm just, you know, they're just another person to me, and I don't think nothing about it. I don't care who they are, I, you know, um, name a, name an actor, actress that's that's very popular, and I don't. It doesn't matter. I don't care. They're just another person to me because I don't. That like I'm not I'm not starstruck kind of thing. Well, um, it, and and you know too, you've been you've been through enough to know too that what you see on that screen is or not, on that ball yeah. field is not actually who they are. And how yeah. many times have we saw that demonstrated with professional athletes that are just phenomenal at doing what they do? Yeah. They present this big aura about them that, that they're just, you know. Yeah. But off the field, but their here's, personal lives are wreck. But here's the other thing, too, um, on that is just because you – have a respect or stand in yeah. awe about somebody because they're in a field that you're in and they're, you know, doesn't mean you worship them. Right, exactly. That's where, and I think there's people that, that feel that they do. Yeah. That that's what they're doing is worshiping somebody because of that. Or they, because somebody does a good job and they're, they're impressed with them, they're worshiping them. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you're making, you're taking all that, because you should never worship anything but God. Right. And God's not a thing. He's a person. He's, he's a person. He's, a, he's the creator of the universe and he's our Lord and Savior. And, you know. Um, and the Holy Spirit's a person. Too. Yes. And that's one of the things. I think a lot of people walked away last week that had never thought about the Holy Spirit actually being a person, a person. instead of, of being in a, because most people think it's, it's, it's that feeling you get when you do something wrong. No, the Holy Spirit's a person, a person. speaking to you and that's why you feel that way. That's um, right. And that's what, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get people to understand. Okay. So when you worship something, you can praise something without worshiping. Yeah. But you can't worship something without, without praising. praising. That's right. That that that's the point I'm getting at yes. right there. That's Once you get to that point of worship where you submit yourself, your mm-hmm. inner self. Yes. And 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 you allow that inner self to become in submission to that other deity. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. it may be at this point in time. Right. Then you're not. That's worship. When you submit, when you give up, mm-hmm. when you surrender, when you let yourself go, and put your complete everything trust in that. Yes. And there are people that actually worship athletes and actresses and preachers and musicians and um, school teachers and that's neighbors. Why we and, also have so many religions in. The yes. World. Um, people actually worship all that stuff. Uh, all those people, they worship money and they worship, they worship their job titles. Mm-hmm. They worship, and and uh, they they worship who they are. They mm-hmm. worship themselves mm-hmm. and their own achievements, and they're taking that. Just as you said, they're taking that focus of worshiping off of God and putting it on something else. Mm-hmm. And then God becomes one of their gods and they don't even realize they've got multiple gods. That's right. That's and exactly so they, right. but when they're in church, they're worshiping God. But when they're somewhere else, they've taken all that praise and they've turned it into worship mm-hmm. 
on something else because of the way they're thinking about it. Now, that's not to say that you can't go and have a good time that's right. at a ball game that's or right. a, 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 at a singing or at a, at a monster truck rally. Or, yeah, um, you can't have a good this, But there's a difference between praising and being excited Absolutely. and worshiping. Absolutely. And, and that's what, that's how can I, as a pastor, help people understand that because that's in the apostate church age that we're in people are believing in their heart and in their mind because they know who jesus is they're saved that's exactly right and that's not what the bible says jeff i heard that from a guy like it look i i want y'all to and you understand this because i have talked to you about this mm-hmm. i watch a lot of Christian, so-called Christian television. Mm-hmm. Why do I watch so-called Christian television? Mm-hmm. I don't watch it to take it in to believe in it. Yeah, I watch it to find out what I'm having to deal with or what we're having to deal with as Christians, true Christians, mm-hmm. that, that all this other garbage that has been brought into what's called the church. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy was talking about, and, and I mean, very credible guy, had a big church and everything talking about uh the the family of faith Mm -hmm. and he included everybody into it that had faith in something because he included it in love and as we all know you know god's love that sounds like a preacher i've been uh, that i don't listen to on tv or radio well and and i and the only reason that i was you know even even giving it a second thought is because there's so much heresy going on that is completely against the Word of God that is being presented as, as the Word of God. Right. So that's that's the problem, John. I know it's happening. How do I, as a pastor, how do you help people understand? Because look, if you fifteen years ago, and see, I'm struggling with that too, in a way. Fifteen years ago, I was I was sitting with a group of church members. And, and out of those church members, not a single one of them come to church here anymore from different, for different reasons, yeah. okay? It's yeah. nothing, it, not, like we're, all, every, still, we're every, all still friends. Everybody's got their whatever, own reasons. Whatever, yeah. So, um, you know, I think one or two don't even go to church at all. But yeah. anyway, but none of them have left because of anger. And I asked, there was five people. Yeah. And I said, do, do Christians have to go before God before the judgment throne, the throne of judgment or the judgment seat. And one said yes. One said no. One said I don't know. And then when his spouse said no, then he changed his mind to no. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the other one said. And so you're sitting in one church and you had three that- different attitudes on that one subject um once saved always saved mm-hmm. believe it or not in this church over the years i have discussed it with different people it's come the subjects come up and different people that are in members of the church have said yes and said no I mean, um, seeing in that, trick, that statement yeah. itself is kind of a not necessarily misleading or a trick question, but you've got to understand what that question. If a person is truly, genuinely 
Saved. Saved. No, you don't lose that. And see, I, that's what I... And I, I got Scripture to back it up. That's what I asked. I said, if somebody truly knows Jesus says they're saved. Truly. And, uh, and somebody said, well, what about these people that walk away from God? Are they still saved? I said, if they walked away from God, were they ever saved? That's the question right there. And but but here's the other thing. So now, do we get discouraged? Absolutely, we do. Yes. But here's the other thing. Through through that, I'm, what I'm looking at, what I'm showing you is, you talk about pre-tribulation, post-tribulation rapture. Yeah. There's people in the same church, same church that believe post-tribulation, and some believe pre-tribulation. What I'm getting at is, in in any church, I don't care what church you go into. You have different, different views absolutely, and different points of view. Absolutely. So how do you bring all that together to show them what God says? Now, there's some things that you're never going to... I mean, like you can argue... The, the people post-tribulation and, and, and pre-tribulation argue with over the same verses mm-hmm. on how they look at it. But, but, how, but the other things, once saved, always saved... Um, you know, worshiping God versus worshiping whatever and, and changing your worship is, how do you get the, the definition of worship? The definition yeah, of worship. How praise. do you get folks to do Because that's where I'm at right now. Hummingbird. John, John's ADHD, y'all, just, just saying. He looked at the window, smiled, and said, Hummingbird. Because there was a hummingbird. Just, just, just hovered. Just right? so you'll know. Just so y'all will know what was going on. So, I'm sorry. I think I blushed, didn't I? That's a, I'm sorry. That's fine. So, so how do you how do you take that? Because we know we know what worship is. We know you have to praise that praise and worship. You can praise without worship, but you can't worship without praise. And we know that that. Um, when you start worshiping something, you're holding that whatever you're worshiping worshiping as something that is higher and elevated as God. And so, you, when you worship something, uh, by definition, you're calling that a God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so, some people worship praise. Yes, but um, and see, and that's where the emotional versus the the spiritual comes into effect too, because people get the confusion of worship causing an emotion to mean that worship is an emotional thing. This is my opinion. Yeah. Okay. It's only my opinion. I see people that that think that worship is emotional because they get emotional when they worship. So when they get emotional, they think they're worshiping. So that means when they go to a George ball game or Alabama or whoever they pull for, they, they're worshiping when they get all whoopee. Yes. Okay, I got you. They feel that way. They feel even that way. though <clears throat> even though now there are some that are worshiping. So what the, basically game. what it comes down to at that point, they are worshiping a feeling that they get from the praise and the excitement. I hadn't thought about it that way, but I guess you're right. So they're worshiping that feeling. So when they have that feeling, they're worshiping. That's right. And when they and they feel like when somebody else has that same feeling, they're worshiping. That's because I can get emotional when my kids were born. I was emotionally, I was excited, I was, but I never worshiped. And you wanted to run out and tell everybody, did you? Yes, yes. I was making phone calls and 
Because I don't know that, I guess yeah, texting wasn't a thing back when back when my oldest ones were born. But yeah. that first loaded diaper, did you have that same feeling that you wanted to call everybody and just joyously tell everybody? I wanted to call somebody to tell them to come change that thing. No, sir. No, <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing. So it's like, like I like, I like sports. And, and one of the reasons why I like sports is because um, – you got two teams that are out there battling for the for for a win, and truth be told, it's not a. I mean, like you watch television, people people put their own viewpoints in there. So you know, so if you're watching a TV show that's very liberal, it will put liberal views in there. If you mm-hmm. watch a TV show that's very conservative, if, well, you can't hardly find very conservative TV shows. So most of what you get is liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't. I, I, if I if there's a sporting event on, I'd much rather watch a sporting event with somebody out there working hard and and mm-hmm. has worked hard to do something. Do I care who wins? Most of the time, I don't. No. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, but when I like when I get excited about something, that mean I'm worshiping. When I'm worshiping God, I. I don't. I I'm praising him. I'm worshiping him. But he's my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, when I got, um, I fell fixed my mom's lawnmower, and Mason was trying to call me as I was, you know, we're making sure it was fixed, and I couldn't hear the phone ring, and uh, so he called my mom and said, "Dad's over there working on your lawnmower." She goes, "I hear him." He goes, I need to talk to Dad. Mm-hmm. Well, our well was messed up. We had an issue with our well pump mm-hmm. or with our with our water. And I said, cut the water off. And so I went and got there and checked, did a did some some diagnostic checks and figured mm-hmm. out what it was. Mm-hmm. Went and got parts and came back. And then one thing didn't work. When you do plumbing, you got to go at least twice, if not three times, to the store. So I had to go back and get another another thing. I came back, fixed it, and uh, so what I did instead of instead of going to the store three times, I just went ahead and bought extra the second time I went, just in case. Mm-hmm. So kind of like when somebody sends me to the grocery store to get something yeah. specific. Yeah. It's like okay, they don't have it. So what I do is I just buy everything that resembles it. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get back, I fix it, and I get it fixed, and. Um, and and I I'll be honest with you I worship God because it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, well, you thank God, you 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 praise God, you you yes. You, but I was sitting you, going, you give appreciation to Him. When I was when I was driving from Mom's house over to the house to my house, I was like, well, it could be. The worst case scenario, or it could be the best case scenario, mm-hmm. or it could be something in between. And I was sitting there going, "Well, Lord, I guess I just uh, I just work on it and let it, you know, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just go through this." And I, so I just kind of had a conversation with God about it, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "This, so this is what you know." I, and and so got there, did the diagnostic, fixed it. Got everything, got it done. Went, and, you know, did what I did. And when I got finished, I was, I was just kind of grateful. Hey, mm-hmm. Lord, look, how this, 
you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was better than, you know, and I, and I was just giving God glory for, mm-hmm. for really giving me the wisdom. I sat down mm-hmm. and went, you know, I just, I'm glad that God gave me the sense to fix that or I'd have been without water till Tuesday. And see, in that, in what you just said, in that is worship. Yes. And that's why I said I worship God. Um, nowhere along the way did I think that, that look what I did. But that wasn't an emotional thing. That, that, was, that was in yourself. You acknowledged and you know within yourself who to give the credit to, yeah. who to give the glory to. That means that in, in, within that statement that you are recognizing Him as your Lord and the one that provides you mm-hmm. with everything. And in that is worship. But but what we consider or what we say or what we look at nowadays as praise was not necessarily that. Right. But you did praise God in the fact that you gave Him the, the, the glory for it. Right. You acknowledged that, Lord, I thank You for this. I'm grateful for You for this. Uh, it, 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 within this, there's a sense of satisfaction of knowing that without You, I couldn't have done this. Exactly. Because I'm sitting there going... I I didn't know on the way over there. I was like, hmm, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I and I, honest to goodness, if it wouldn't have been for God, just going okay, because I was like, okay, I got to take this one step. What do I do? And God's like, okay, can, you know, I, some people say that little voice inside. I call him the Holy Spirit. Oh, that dude. <laughs> that, that dude went with that too. Okay, yeah. Uh, I call him the Holy Spirit. It's like, um, I would check this first. I heard years ago, I heard, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's he's probably dead now, but uh, church in Titusville, Florida, pastored by Peter Lord. Never heard of him. He was given an example very similar to that. And guess what he was working on? His plumbing. Okay. Well, what it was is, is one of his grandkids had come over and you know these little wooden shapes that you you got a, a, a little box thing mm-hmm. and you take a wooden shape and you fit it down into what mm-hmm. you know the corresponding thing that to you know to blocks cut out of yeah. right you know the square goes in a square hole and the round right, thing right. goes and the dished out thing goes in the little dished out but and anyway this child had taken this little uh cupped out thing and dropped it in the toilet well, when it dropped in the toilet, what it did is it effectively went down in the round corresponding hole <laughs> <laughs> and had lodged itself in there mm-hmm. and swelled up because wood, when it gets dry, you know what happens to it? It shrinks. Well, yeah. when it gets wet, what happens it to it? Up. It swells up. Well, uh, it had gotten, actually, before it swelled up, it had actually gotten past the toilet down into the drain in the floor. Mm-hmm. So now he taken the toilet off of the floor, and he's staring down in the drain, and here's this thing lodged down in there. All right, there's only one other option at this point: call a plumber to get him to come in here and tear this thing up. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, he just sat back and he said, I, "I've done everything I know to do, Lord. What do I do now?" As he's sitting there, the little voice comes to him and says why don't you go get a wood screw and screw the wood screw down into that thing? And then you can grab the wood screw and pull it out. He's not a mechanical person. Right. See, that's me either. That's, 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 yeah, uh, exactly. 
I mean, it's like I've, I've got a, I've got a brother, bless his heart. He, it's all he can do to change his own oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he. I'm not going to tell you that story. But yeah, I'm the same way. But and, but, but but I but that little small voice I call the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. God God came to him and told him through that Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, through that internal voice that is sovereign over everything, that knows everything, is omniscient. Mm-hmm. He's that's that's where that worship comes in. Mm-hmm. And the difference between worship and praise. Mm-hmm. He submitted his problem to the one that has the answer to all problems. Mm-hmm. Because he was at his end. Mm-hmm. And in that came the answer to how to get that thing out of the drain. Because mm-hmm. him being a pastor, as you know very well, they don't make a whole lot of money. That's right. I was sitting there thinking, unless they got a mega church and... I was sitting there thinking, wow, this is going to cost me if it's this or if it's going to be this. And so that's why I just stopped thinking about that and said, I'll just take it one step at a time. And and Lord, I can't do this. I'm at my end. I have exhausted. But here's the thing. When I was talking to God and I said, all right, I'm going to just, we're going to take it one step at a time. What do I do first? And I gave it all to him. Let me tell you what the feeling was. The feeling was calm, calm and relaxed. Absolutely. And I got there and and I walked in. I said, and I told Mason, I said, what what was it doing? He showed me. He told me what it was doing. I said, okay. Well, I said, let's check this. I checked this. I said, this is what the, this is what the problem is. He said, how do you know? And I told him how I knew what the problem was. And uh, he's like, okay. He goes, do we need to? Do? I said, nope. This is the problem. I said, we'll take this and fix it. And this is what we need. And yeah. we we fixed it. And uh, Mason helped me out, and uh, I'm glad he was home to do this. But yep, hey Roberto, come on in. We're still we got we're almost finished. El entre. Uh, yeah, we're always. As a matter of fact, we're over time. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but anyway, so that's the whole deal. Is I'm trying to figure out how to get people to to know who to worship, how to worship. Yeah. And what to worship. Well, and, and Jeff, it all goes back to the Scripture. Every Everything that we've talked about today, if you'll go in the Scripture, into God's Word, and submit yourself to Him, mm-hmm. completely give your own ideas and mind and everything up, submit yourself to Him through the Holy Spirit. If you belong to Him, He's going to show you in His Word. Mm-hmm. Because this book's inspired. He wrote it. Yep. He wrote it by His Spirit, and that same Spirit lives within us if we're truly Christians. Absolutely. If we've truly been saved and truly belong to Him, He's going to show you the answers. Absolutely. Uh, you want to close us in prayer since we're over and Sunday school people are starting to show up? Absolutely. Let's do that. Father, thank You for this day. Lord, I thank You for the opportunity to come in and, and just mm-hmm. as human beings and, and letting You show other human beings through us that we're humans just like they are. That's why we call this other side of the pulpit. Father, thank you for the opportunity. I just ask you to to keep our hearts and our minds Mm -hmm. focused on you as we try to live the life that you've given us to live and understand it. These things I pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.